Yo, 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 it's your host Spinx, the Nothing's Normal Podcast. Got my first guest, Nick Krieger, yeah. my brother. Yeah, man. Flying light skin dude in light skin history. <laughs> it's a bad man right here, man. Um, Nothing's Normal, Nothing's Normal Podcast. How did I come up with the name, Nothing's Normal? Well, I came up with, with the name, Nothing's Normal. Uh, when you think about it, we in a society nowadays that's built upon a lot of judgment, a lot of judgment. We in a judgmental society. So, of course you got your standard norms. I'm not saying nothing is normal. But in reality, when you go into a room or if you move through life with the mindset nothing is normal, you get the chance to understand that everybody has their own way of life. That way of life is cool. As long as they don't oppress their way of life on you, you should be able to live with that. And, you know, I'm, I'm very optimistic and open-minded. I'm very understanding and empathetic. So I'm able to take myself out of what my norm is and put myself in somebody else's norm. So when you think about it, you know, average, right? We say we wake up, look at Instagram, brush our teeth, and get in the shower, go to work. To some people, that's not normal. Some people just get up, push it on, and go right outside. Yeah. Then you got those who are entrepreneurs and have multi-million dollar businesses who would never work a nine to five in their life. That's not normal to them. You know, society, you know, for us, you know, I get up, I go to work. That's normal, that's a normal day for me. That's not normal. Some people grew up with two parents, some people grew up with one, some people grew up with none. So that's the concept of the, the whole nothing's normal. And uh, yeah, I think our, our opinions and perspectives deserve to be heard. You know, I'm, I'm here to speak for the people who accept different, right? I'm not gonna overly judge or, or put you in a box because you don't do things the way I do. So that's pretty much where I'm at with the whole concept of nothing's normal. And I feel like my brother here, Nick Cregan, was the perfect gentleman hey. to get. I've, I've been knowing this kid 20 plus years since he was a little light-skinned kid with green eyes <laughs> and a blue North face. And yeah, we remember the blue North face. I remember crazy. the blue North face, bro. I, yeah. remember, I remember everything. So it's like, you know, I, I'm glad I got him here because um, he's I've been talking to him for a while. He's capable of elevating his mental to the top floor, I like to call it. Um, shout out to Alex. Shout out to Kirk. Shout out to JT. Rest in peace, Bo. You see the garments, GBA on the garments. Shout out to the whole GBA. Shout out to the CEO of that clothing line, Tails. And yeah, let's get into it. I want to introduce my first guest, Mr. Cregan. What's up, man? Uh, let them know, you know. Well, they obviously know your name already if they follow you on social media. Yeah, yeah, man. Let them know I mean, what you do. And first off, bro, I'm proud of you, man. This is dope. It, yeah. Like, this is fire. You know what I'm saying? We, we've come it. a long way yeah. from where yeah. we've started. Um, obviously, Greenberg native. Right. Um, I dabbled in journalism for a while. I was a sports journalist for six years. Right. Interviewed some of your favorite athletes. And then eventually, I just decided that the corporate world wasn't my playground anymore. Right. I just... I couldn't see myself, like you mentioned, some people can't see themselves going on nine to five. I just couldn't be confined to a corporate structure anymore where I couldn't wear whatever I wanted or, um, you know, some of my ideas weren't being implemented because of a hierarchy. So I was like, you know what? I'm done with this part of my life. I really want to be an artist. I had always had art mm -hmm. in my mind. You know, I liked acting. I just didn't see it as something that was realistic because I didn't see people like me. I mean, I would see people like me on TV, but I didn't see anybody from my neighborhood right. or people that I grew up with that had the, the opportunity to go and do things on TV and film. So one day I just decided to take things into my own hands yeah. um, and chase this dream. And now I consider myself a full-time actor. 
Um, whether how steady or unsteady it is, that's just where I'm at. So, um, so yeah, I've been acting for the past four years full time, and um, you know, it's just happy. I'm just happy to be home to be able to have these conversations. Absolutely, me too. I'm happy to have you here, and not for nothing. You even more of a legend. I mean. This might sound crazy coming from me, but you know, Detective Stable is one of my favorite uh, <laughs> favorite characters of all time, man. Yeah, shout out to Chris Maloney. <laughs> that yeah. guy, man, you you was you was on scene with him, man. You a legend in my eyes. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. But um, yeah. So I want to get into uh, one of the topics today, um, energy, and I feel like you wanted one of the perfect candidates to speak to about energy. Y'all got a uh, pair of glasses in I need to, like, I feel like this is the part where I put my glasses on and make a little clipboard and I get a little smart. Um, energy. What's yeah. your take on energy? Well, I mean, for me, at this point in my life, energy is everything. Everything. If I step into a room and my stomach starts to feel weird, my chest starts to feel weird, I kind of start to pay attention to who's around me and why do I feel like this. Um, I feel like... One of the biggest overused quotes, but the truest quotes is energy doesn't energy never lies. Yeah. Like, you know, it's cliche, you, but it's it's cliche, but yeah. it's real. It's real shit. You know, yeah, you know sure. for a fact whether you ask your kid a question or your partner a question or whoever the person is, if you ask ask them a question and the energy feels off, you kinda start to wonder like, is are they keeping it real with me? Um, or you could step you could step outside your house one day and you just feel like the energy is incredible right. and you just know you're going to have a good day. You don't know how today's going to end up, what's going to transpire, what's going to take place. But if you feel, if you wake up and your energy's feeling good, you look at the sun and everything's going right. You're like, you know what? I don't know what today is holding for me, but I know it's going to be a good day. So I think energy controls everything, everything. you know, energy and vibes is just how life. I lead my life, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause when you think about it as a child, when a child is born, they can't use words. Energy's the first form of communication. When you really right. break it down, you know, you could tell if a child is happy by their energy. They might yeah. some body language. They yeah. might smile. You might they might start turning red and start crying. It's like, okay, it's time to do it. So energy, like I said, is is its own language in itself. And nowadays is this famous quote, protect your energy. Um I'm 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 a huge advocate. Of, of protecting the energy. And a lot of people might deem that as selfish. When you don't do things to the standard that people want you to do it at, they, they, they call you selfish. When really, I'm of no good to you if I'm not full. If my cup is empty, what could I pour exactly. in your cup? Yeah. So energy, when you protect it, it's hard to protect energy from the people you love because you just feel like you're not supposed to. Right. But I feel like if a person is really for me and genuinely loves me, then they shouldn't really want to rob me of my energy. Right. And vice versa. I think everything is vice versa. Nobody's perfect. I, I've robbed people of their energy before, too. Right. So it's like, when you really sit back and, and, and think, it's like, you know what? Uh, you can't, you got to be fearless. Right, 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 right. Energy. You know, uh, I feel like one of the biggest examples of, of people starting to protect their energy was COVID, right? Like right. 2020. Mm. That was the first time in my life I'd ever had time by myself for real. Right. Where I was in my apartment, I wasn't seeing my mom for a while, I wasn't seeing my family, I wasn't working, I was just in my, like, incubator. I call right. it, like, the incubation right. stage where I got to tr- try to just 
focus on actually what actually what makes me happy outside of other learn people. Learn yourself. You yeah, know what I'm COVID, saying? COVID, people got a chance to learn themselves and those around you. It was right. mayhem in a lot yeah, of households. Crazy, crazy. Right. Yeah. Uh, people realized they didn't know each other. They didn't love each other. It's scary. You know what I'm saying? Scary. People were home with their kids for the first time. People were home with their spouses. They like, oh shit. It's like, what the fuck? I don't even want this life. Like, because right. half of the day, I'm not even with them. Right. So, um, for me, yeah. I feel like protecting your energy is... For me, that's just the most important thing. Yeah. Like uh, people, there's there's times where I go through phases of I'll go out to public settings and social events, and I'll be around a whole bunch of people. Like I was at Art Basel, I was around a whole bunch of people. The next week, I came back to New York, and some of my friends were having holiday parties or in inviting me to spots, and I was like, "Yo, I'm not going." Like I love y'all, yeah. yeah. but I'm just gonna be by myself for a few days because I gotta I gotta recharge. The and brain needs time to yeah. charge. That's the thing. We take our phones home and we we go in the room. We put it on the charger. We we have we need that time too. Yeah, it's not I, personal. It's not personal. And I think personal. social media like yeah. that's another energy drainer. You know. Yeah. See, social media is like the gift and the curse, yeah. and that's just life. Period. You got to be able to take the good with the bad. That's why you gotta install mental filters. You know, you gotta be able to just like I said, as as much as. The distraction social media can be multi-billion dollar corporations are ran through social media. Yeah. So you just have to take that time manually. Like we as humans, when it comes to the mental, we get lazy. Yeah. Cause yeah. mentally you gotta do the, you gotta be in the driver's seat. See, love is one of those things I feel like we can't control. I don't feel like you can control who you love. Uh -huh. And like I said, this is nothing's normal. This is only opinion. I'm not here to force my opinion on you. I'm just giving it to you from my perspective. I feel like love is something that you can't really control. I feel like you you can see somebody. I believe in love at first sight. I believe on and and and, and things such as those emotions is something yeah. that there's nothing you can really do about them. It's a fact. Now, trust, loyalty, honesty. You have to do that manually. All of that built. That doesn't All happen that for you automatically. So that comes from here. That doesn't really come from here. That comes from here. You have to physically say, you know what? I'm not going to talk bad about this person today. Yo, it's tough. It's tough. It's like, hard. Romance it's hard. and all of that. Love. It's it's it, For me, I'm not it's a... a like, I know some people are full logical thinkers. Right. I don't really think 100% on logic. Right. Or else I feel like I wouldn't even be doing what I do for work because of logically it wouldn't make sense to no. think that I could make it to where I've made it. So when it comes to, like, love... Like you said, like I'm also a, a believer in love at first sight. Like yeah. I felt feelings for people like right away, and I'm like, damn, how does she get me to feel like this? Yeah, how did this happen? You know what I'm saying? But you can't explain it. And then there's some people who don't understand it, no. and they're like, dude, you're wildin'. Like no, you don't no know this person, you know? This thing. Yeah. So I feel I feel that, you know? Yeah. So that's why when it comes to love, I'm. I, I, it's cool, but you know when it comes to like energy and relationships and things of that nature. I put love like further down the totem pole because you find out how lazy a person is once the love isn't enough to, to get it going. Yeah. I compare like love to like a car. So you could put as much gas as you want in the car. There's other things you have to maintain to get that car to run. Right, right, right. Oil change. The alternator. I don't. You can put ninety three on it. It's not gonna fix the alternator. Love is not enough to love keep anything going. Love is not enough going. to keep. Love is great. I'm not yeah. here to love shame. I'm just saying, for me personally, it's not at the top because, like I said, that's not something that you can really control. Communication is something that you have to manually do. It takes work. It takes patience. It takes compromise. It takes uncomfort, discomfort. Yeah. All of those things that 
when you when 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 flesh is under pressure, instincts kick in. Definitely. So if your instincts aren't, you know, you are gonna be who you truly are under pressure. Hundred percent. So like the, the love I feel like doesn't get touched no matter what's going on. It might transfer over the hate or whatever it may be, but for the most part, the love is gonna be there. Yeah. Everything else, the trust is not gonna always be there. So the 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 respect is not gonna always be there. Uh, the honesty, the honor, that that stuff you have to do. Good, bad, ugly, rain, sleet, snow. But you know, it's hard to do that. What's crazy is uh, when when I was younger and I thought I knew what love was in high school or college, like things of like building a foundation of trust and friendship, like and all of those things with with whatever girl I was dating at the time wasn't in my forefront. It was more so about attraction. Yeah. Can we hold a conversation? Is the sex good? Things of that nature. And re in reality. That stuff is fun and everything and cool, but it's not going to be sustainable. Like, that can't be the only it's thing. It's not going to maintain Right. Like, you might, oh, I love her, but I don't trust her. Then why are you with her? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like Convenience. That's, right. How, whenever those type, you have to decide what's important to you in, a, in another person. Right. And I feel like as I've gotten older and more wise, I'm like, okay, physical attraction, yeah, that's cool and necessary, but that sure. can't be what I base a relationship off of. Right, absolutely. Like, I, I remember my barber back in high school, my barber was like, dude, I've dated so many tens in my life. He was like, my wife, this is his words, not mine. He was like, my wife's a seven. He's like, my wife, the mother of my kids, she's a seven on, on in, in terms of what other people might look at and right. see physically. But I know I could trust her with my life. She's loyal. She raises my kids the way that we need, to, need them to be raised. We're right. equally yoked. Absolutely. He's like, you got to pay attention to who you have kids with and who you want as your person. You can't just think, oh, I want the baddest person in the room. Right, yeah. At some right. point, you got to get out. You got to get past that. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And my thing with when it comes to the situations like that is the more than the most important things is be real with me. If you don't like something on me, tell me that. Yeah. So often, we'll just go with the flow. Right. Which... I don't want you to go with the flow. I want you to be honest. If you don't like, oh, I don't like the earrings. Take those off. I don't like this sweatsuit. I don't like this. Let me know. Don't just tell me you like everything about me. Right. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like. This way, I got a, a, a saying. It's all opinionated, but the truth sounds like disrespect to those who haven't accepted it. So, in, we human. We all got flaws. I'm not even talking about physical flaws. Just we all done some shit where it was like, well, why did I even do yeah. that? We all done shit that can drain the next person of their energy. Right. If you haven't accepted that, when somebody says that to you, it's going to always be looked at as they're coming for you or they're trying to disrespect you. And that's, that's not the case. You should want, I embrace those around me that tell me how they really feel, not just when they're upset or when the time calls or tell me how you really feel maintain part of me being intertwined with you and marriage to me means uh what's the word that i'm looking for in sync right so if we're married because i feel like this this business marriages this regular marriage you should your, your job is to make sure i'm holding myself up to the standard that you know i can that doesn't mean compliments all day that, that might mean some uncomfortable conversations that I'm not ready to accept, but it has to get to the point where I can accept it. Right. Because people will make you a slave to your flaws. 100%. You might do something and they'll hold it against you for the rest of your life. So you have to be able to, people won't be able to use your, your flaws, make you a slave to your flaws if you've accepted them and ultimately worked on changing them. Worked on them, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? A lot yeah. of people are married when, due to the sense we, we're talking about marriage. It's so scary now 
the, the like marriage and the dating scene and it's 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 times have changed like a lot of people don't even know who they're married to like you said with covid people got a chance to really learn each other yeah where i feel like if the communication was up to speed these are things we already know I mean, we already know who's loud we know we should already know these there's, things there's a reason why and i mean i've never been married and um mm-hmm. but there's a reason why marriage is a 50% divorce rate Mm-hmm. Like only one out of two works, so like, why is that? Mm-hmm. I don't know the reason, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's many different reasons in yeah. every situation. But Absolutely. there's something broken in that whole right. idea of what marriage is, clearly, right. because right. the shit doesn't work half the time. Yeah, a lot of people don't want to be wrong, and then if they are wrong, they want to breeze through it fast. But when they're wrong, they want to marinate in it. Right. You know, they want they want people to marinate in what was done to them. Right. But when they do things, they want to, oh, I said sorry. Or they just, so it's all about being humble. There's no more to me um, gender-based offenses. Like back in the days, you know, you would hear different things like, oh, it's not cool for a man to do this. It's not cool for a woman to do that. Now you can't tell who is who. So the problem is we're living off standards from the early 1900s. We're in 2022. Back in those days, women wasn't allowed to work. Uh... You know, men were the providers. Nowadays, you'll find a woman that could provide for more than a man can, yeah, yeah. which is okay yeah. if that's what the understanding is. So, you know, back in the day, women most definitely wasn't fighting back, right. wasn't cheating back. Like now, if you listen to, to music, like yeah. these women are, are, are trying to hurt us. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't be mad at them. Because you know what? Men, we, men, the typical story, stay at home, raise the kids. I'm going to work out here, run around. Fuck the neighbor, go fuck this. So I'm not mad at them. They fighting back. Yeah. I'm all for it. But we still living by constitutional standards that we gotta reform. Yeah. Everything needs to be reformed. I, I do agree with that. Like mm-hmm. if, if everything else is being reformed, like, you know, we gotta look at like what it actually means to be in a partnership with somebody. Right. What that really means. How do you evolve? Like you have to constantly evolve. If we're evolving education and like rights and everything like that. Why is why has marriage been the same exact formula since it started? That's my whole thing, and I I'm not saying it's wrong or right. I'm just saying nothing's normal. Yeah. Once again. Yeah. So you know that's more. Uh, I think we'll wrap it up with that. I definitely want to further uh, elaborate on these topics, but stay tuned. Nothing's normal. I'm gonna get Nick back up here. We'll yes, get a sir. chance to dive more into his story and our story and our backgrounds, how we met, things of that nature. This was just a little teaser for y'all. Enough is normal. Be on the lookout. Shout out to the team. Love.